What up? We are back again. It is time to get the ball rolling. We are back today in the studio as we near closer to that August 24th date, uh, one of the first days of college football. We are doing as many podcasts as we can for the fans that are in and around these college towns. Uh, Today we'll be uh, discussing the Arizona Wildcats 2019 football preview and I want to say I really, uh, to start off, I really like this team going forward. Uh, Kevin Sumlin is a really good coach. I think that at Texas A&M, he was kind of put in a really difficult position. Uh, and I think he handled it very well. I think he had success there. I think that it was okay that it was time to move on, and he moved on to Arizona. And I think I expect about the same uh, results there for him out of Arizona. People don't realize this. I mean, he kind of gets a bad rep, uh, you know, uh, his time at A&M and uh, how he never could win the big games, how he'd always go 7-5, and five, and uh, he'd always – he was really consistent, but he never got into the big games, and that's what A&M wanted. Uh but people don't realize that his record overall is 91 and 50. So he's had a lot of good seasons, a lot of seasons where uh, I bet, you know, he wishes he had back as well. But I think he's a really good coach. I really enjoy uh, watching him and his programs wherever he goes. I remember when he was at the uh, University of Houston. I remember following in them and and his accolades that he received there back in 2008 to about 2011. Really liked him there. And if you look at his tenure, uh, his time at Texas A&M, uh, his first year he did win 11 games, uh, 13 won 9, and then 14, 15, 16 won 8. And his last year he won, he won he was there, he won seven games. So, you know, he really is uh, a model of consistency. And honestly... I don't think that's such of a bad thing. Uh, obviously, like I said, the Texas A&M kind of went away from him. But I really do like this Arizona Wildcat team. I also have always been a really big fan and a really big believer in Rich Rodriguez. Uh, I am a West Virginia fan. And I remember back in the Geno Smith, uh, Tavon Austin years. And I was surprised by him. I didn't think that Michigan was the right place for him. He obviously went there. and He was here at, at Arizona for quite some time. He his his best season, he went ten and four back in fourteen. Um, so I kind of expect you know, he kind of went down on a downhill slide. He went three and nine, seven and six his last season. So I'd expect Arizona to get back uh, a little bit higher. If you look over the the the, the majority, uh, the the long span of Arizona football, the last ten or so years, the best year that they've had is in two thousand fourteen. And I'd say, you know, it is really normal to get seven or eight wins. And Kevin Sumlin obviously proven to do that. Uh, also, I think that the SEC is built in a way where you kind of know, you know, Auburn and Alabama, LSU, those are the big dogs on that side of the conference. It's really hard to break in if you are a Texas A&M to break up that kind of pack because they've been there for so long. A&M's kind of a newcomer coming out of the Big 12. I understand they've been in the SEC for a while, but uh, be interesting there. Uh, and then, uh, so Arizona, I think, are happy with consistency, and I think the Pac-12 uh, South in particular is usually pretty wide open. Uh, when they realigned the, the Pac-12 North and the Pac-12 South, well, aligned it uh, way back when they decided to do this, I was always kind of worried as a University of Utah fan because I said, you know, 
Arizona State's really good. Arizona's good consistently. UCLA's good consistently. USC's good consistently. Where is Utah going to fit? Now, obviously, some things have taken a turn. USC has struggled a little bit, had a couple good seasons. UCLA, same can go for them. Uh, Arizona State, same for them. Arizona, same for them. So, honestly, it really is a wide-open place, uh, you know, part of the, the conference and part of the nation as well as the Pac-12 uh, in general and on any given Sunday, I think any of these kids can compete with the best in the business, in, in the Pac-12. Uh, you look, this last year, Arizona did get, went 5-7, and seven, but they were very close to be able to make that uh, that six-win mark. They did lose to BYU by five points. Uh, they lost to UCLA by one point. They lost to Arizona State by one point. So they had three really close losses, right? Uh, their wins that were close, uh, Cal, they beat them by seven and Colorado, they beat them by, looks like, by six as well. So that two, so, you know, uh, if you look at over a period of time, you look and you think, okay, this team is able to be consistent over over that period, but you kind of have gimmies, right? Like, if you take, like, a five-year period, you know, it will eventually uh, all kind of cancel out. Bad calls in a, in, in a game, you'll get a call for example. And so, you know, they're kind of owed one from last year. They had two close wins uh, and then three close losses. So they'll probably get two close wins, maybe one close loss this upcoming year. And I think their schedule sets up very nicely. Uh, this last year, I thought it was kind of, uh, it was a, a difficult season for them, obviously losing BYU right out of the gate. I thought I had them to beat Houston. Houston did uh, get the better of them. They went on the road. I kind of thought, you know, Kevin Sumlin going back to Tech or back to Houston, sorry, not Texas A&M, back to Houston, I guess it is in Texas, but uh, going back there and losing in, in the manner that I did, I was kind of uh, shocked. And then uh, they did lose to USC. Oh, USC by four. So that is more. That's closer games. One, two, three, four. Four close losses and then two close wins. So they did lose to USC by four. Uh, they beat Cal by seven. Uh, lost to Utah pretty good. Uh and then by 32, lost one point to UCLA. They did beat Oregon, and they did beat Colorado. Uh, beat Oregon really good and beat Colorado by six. Uh, they lost Washington State and ended up losing the last game of the season to Arizona State, which Arizona State, uh, you know, at the time, both of them had kind of come in. Uh, Arizona State, that was their seventh win, and they knocked uh, Arizona down to seven losses. So kind of, uh, they both kind of went six and six, but instead one went seven and five, the other went five and seven. So looking at this next year, they do bring back uh, quite a bit on the offensive side. They bring back uh, eight on the offensive side. They do get lucky, and they have Khalil Tate one more year. I think he's uh, a really good quarterback, and I think he's going to, impress a lot of people kind of like he always does uh the biggest key is to keep him uh protected back there and he does have a couple of seniors on that line and then a couple uh let's see one returner uh if you count the tight end two returners that are not seniors on the offensive line they had to replace their left guard and their right guard so that will be a, a big thing uh they also have bryson kane who has backed up cody Cruz. Cranson at the left tackle position, so you're also going to be able to put him in. So their line is really strong, and they do have uh, J.J. Taylor, who I think is an extremely good uh, piece, a really good talent uh, there in Tucson. And coming back, it's his junior year, had a, had a pretty decent season this last year. So these are some really good uh, 
people, uh, J.J. Taylor, sorry, uh, the, he ended up gaining almost 1,500 yards. Uh, Donovan Lai uh, started all 12 games as a true freshman uh, on the O-line, and so, again, this team is really built. Khalil Tate, awesome. I'm really excited to, to see what they, they have. Now, uh, as I go through and I've been looking, a lot of people have kind of forgotten as how good, I mean, back in 2014, it was a few years ago, five years ago, how good Arizona State was, or Arizona, sorry, pardon me, uh, Arizona was that good. Uh, they actually, again, we'll go into it, they beat Arizona State. You know, they only, their only losses was to SC and to UCLA. They actually made it to the Pac-12 title game. They did lose to Oregon in that in that matchup, but this team is a really good team, and I am impressed by them, and I think that uh, this year, they're going, I think Kevin Sumlin has a really good second year, and I think the Pac-12 South sets up where he can have a really good second year. Uh, I was actually uh, texting a guy down there in Tucson. Uh, again, he was not able to come on the show, but still had a couple questions for him. And uh, a lot of my concerns about uh, U of A kind of subsided. Uh, I was a little bit uh, concerned. They do bring back uh, eight returners on defense, uh, and they do bring back a lot on the defensive line. And... It looks like I, I'm always concerned about the line play because that's where the games are won. If the defensive line can get to the, uh, the opposing quarterback, they're going to be able to win. If the offensive line can hold back the D-line, you know, they're going to win. If you, it's it's really the battle of the trenches. Yeah, the off, the flashy guys are going to get the, the praise and stuff, but I uh, talked a little bit about that. Uh, they have a really good uh, linebacking core, uh, kind of young. They're in their junior year uh, there on defense. So it'll be really interesting. Uh, you know, if you look at their offensive ranks this last year, they were 24th total, uh, 43rd in scoring. So, you know, they didn't put up as many points as I think Arizona can this next year. I think I have them being a little bit better of an offense than this last year. The only thing that, that disappointed me was they were 92 in defense. And again, I think a lot of it was uh, a maturity thing. I think that they're one year older, they're one year wiser. And I, and, and personally, I think those are that, that's what happens in close games. I think you get a little bit tight and you end up losing those games. So Anyway, uh, so we'll be dissecting, going over uh, U of A's schedule for this 2019 uh, season, and it really sets up nicely for them. I want to explain why. We're going to have an ad break after the ad break. 2019 preview rolls on with University of Arizona. Okay, we are back. Uh, just thank Anchor again for being able to produce my podcast i absolutely love doing this so getting back into the university of arizona wildcat football preview 2019 football preview i think that this year sets up extremely well and if i was to go down to vegas and you were to tell me out of the pac-12 self who would have the better second season kevin sumlin herm edwards or chip kelly i would say kevin sumlin now, here's why. I think that their schedule lines up a little bit better. I think that Arizona State is, I think they're very comparable schedules, but I'm going to take uh, Kevin Sumlin. Number one, he's play, He's coached in college. Uh, not saying that Herm hasn't. He, he definitely stayed in the NFL, and they, they're very big on that, and I really do like that coaching staff. But Kevin Sumlin's been around this game. He's been at Houston. He's been at A&M. He's played at the high stakes. I think that Arizona is going to have a lot of success this upcoming season. Vegas' line, I want to tell you, over-under is 7. 
So seven wins is the margin. Will be over, will be under. We'll talk about that here coming up. The first game, uh, one of the biggest things as I look through this that, that gives them a little bit of an advantage where I believe Arizona State does not have that. Yeah, Arizona State only has two buys. Now, Arizona actually has three buys. They start off the season August 24th. They're one of the first games uh, on the college football docket. They go to Hawaii. Now, the Wildcats are 3-0 all-time against Hawaii. So, you know, records are supposed to be broken. Hawaii's never beat U of A. Hawaii's an extremely talented team. Uh, but, you know, U of A has to go out there. I actually flew to Hawaii a couple uh, this last summer in 2018, spent the, the, a little bit of time on the big island of Hawaii. And I'm going to tell you, traveling there, that first day feels like an eternity because they are – I mean, I'm from Mountain Time. I believe it was four hours from Mountain Time, three hours from Pacific Time. So you have this huge transition where I, I remember waking up at like four in the morning and being wide awake. And I went to bed. I mean, I went to bed at like – uh, at a normal time. I mean, I was really tired. It was about eight thirty, nine o'clock. I remember going to sleep and then I was up at like four wide awake. Like, okay, well let's go get the day. And you know, the rest of the town was, was sleeping. We stayed in a nice, uh, little part there, a uh, little vacation homes. And it was awesome. Beautiful place. Awesome to play. Uh, my cross country team, they ran there, uh, the year before I, I was actually on the team, a little jealous that they were able to go, but they were able to go uh, regardless, and and so I really like that, but I'm going to take the matchup here, the the Arizona matchup. I think Arizona is a little bit stronger of a team. Uh, Hawaii can play the upset bid. It, it, it definitely plays into their hands. Like you're on the island, uh, you're in that crowd, you're in the humidity coming from the desert. It definitely plays in a, uh, a factor. I think it will be close to half. I think Arizona gets the win. Uh, after that, they come home. They play. Uh, well, they actually have a bye after that they don't play that next week august 31st they have another bye that's why you kind of have this weird third bye you kind of have i've been hearing uh, coaches call it week zero where it's just the way the schedule lines up it really is kind of not really a week because the, se- the really the first week's august 31st but their team's playing before that so they kind of get a week zero so uh they take a bye and they come home they play northern arizona flagstaff is beautiful but uh it's also really cold there i believe when i ran in flagstaff it was only like 70 degrees or something like that and it was uh first of september it was labor day weekend and i was like whoa this is really weird because where i'm at it's like 100 degrees and you go up go up to flagstaff really cool uh and you know i don't think the jacks will be able to go down and beat u of a i think they handle them very well and then this is going to be a really interesting matchup this next one is home against texas tech now texas tech does have matt wells he's a first year coach out of utah state like i always say playing with house money I think that uh, Arizona beats them. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be an entertaining game. I see about 41 to 34, but I'm going to take U of A in that matchup. And then they have another bye, which will be really good because now they're going to get into the Pac-12 schedule. You have UCLA at home. This last year, they lost to UCLA. Uh, 30 to 31. I think they kind of have a bad taste in their mouth. They went to, to to Pasadena. They ended up losing. And I think I want to take Arizona in the matchup, mainly because they're at home. It's still, you know, late September. But I want to take UCLA, in, or sorry, Arizona in that matchup. I think UCLA is going to be good. But I think 
Like I said, Kevin Sumlin's going to outcoach. I think he's going to do a really good job, and I have Arizona with a slight edge. Now, I give it uh, a 60-40 here, but I'm going to take Arizona. Next up, they play at Colorado. Now, this is going to be tough because you're going from Tucson, Arizona. Again, really uh, a dry, warm town up to Boulder. Luckily, they're not later in the season where... There's going to be snow because it's still the 1st of October. Probably not going to have a lot of snow in Boulder, if any. Uh, they do play there. I think, again, it will be it will be close. But the home team has won eight of the past nine match, matchups. Oh, sorry, that's Washington. Uh, U of A has won six of the last seven. Uh, so out of the last seven times they played, U of A is going to win. I'm going to take that uh, into account. I, I mean, it was... This last year, they they did barely beat them. I think it'll be again a really close game, but I'm going to take U U of A with a slight edge. And then the the kind of the bulk of the season happens. They do have to play home against Washington. Washington is a really good team. I think they're going to be top uh, ten, top fifteen throughout the year. I think they will be upset at one point. I do have Oregon coming out of that out of that side of the conference, but I think that Washington is still is going to be play, playing everybody really tough, and they're going to be just as good as what they were, you know, the last three, four years. And I do have them going to Tucson and winning. I think this is where Arizona kind of falls. Now, that's the first five games I have Arizona winning. So they fall against Washington, and I believe they they go on the road at USC. I believe it's, I mean, it's going to be a night game. I think there's going to be a little bit of media attention with just a one-loss Arizona team. And I do think that they fall to USC. Uh, last year it was a four-point game. Uh, the year before that it was a fourteen-point game. They had lost. The year before that it had a, it was actually kind of a uh, forty-eight to fourteen. So the USC kind of took care of them there. So out of the last few years, I mean, Arizona has not beat SC in the last five years. I don't. I need to go back and look when the last time they won. But they only won two games. I I have that written down. The stats only. 2 of 15 against USC. So not a really good statistic, especially at night in the Coliseum in Los Angeles. I want to take SC. After that, they go on the road to Stanford. I think that Stanford is a good team. Uh, I'm not as impressed with them in the last couple of years. Now, this is going to be what I call the 50-50 game. Uh, At the first of the year, I I go through and I want to say, obviously, okay, I want to take this game, this game, this game. And then week by week, you have 50-50 games where it's like, okay, Who's hurt? Because if Khalil Tate, if they can keep him healthy and they can keep him protected, I think that that Arizona has a slight edge. Now, if they have a couple injuries, offensive line wise, uh, something happens to JJ Taylor or something happens to Khalil Tate, obviously I'm going to give Sanford the slight edge. But that we'll know that when it happens. It's a 50-50 game. I think both of the teams are really similar in talent and overall uh, depth. I think they're really, really. Stanford is kind of the 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 North U of A if you want to go there. After they go, they come back home. They play Oregon State now. Oregon State is coming off of a bye, and I think it will be a really fun game to watch because I do think that Coach Jonathan Smith has kind of turned things around up at Oregon State. He's set in a little bit of a culture. I really like following them on on this, their social media. I'm going to give Arizona the edge again. They're not. I don't see them losing in Tucson to Oregon State. On November 2nd, after they go, they have a bye and they have to travel up to Oregon. I think that's going to be almost too much to ask. Uh, coming off, Even coming off of a bye, I think Oregon is an extremely talented team. Uh, they can play a little bit of an upset card. They did beat them last year. Uh, really pretty good, actually. 
but they usually Arizona usually struggles with Oregon. So I'm going to take Oregon in that matchup. Afterwards, they play Utah. Now, Utah and, and Arizona, as a Utah fan, there's two teams that really aggravate me. And it's Arizona and it's Washington State. I don't feel I don't feel like the U ever really plays good against either one of them. Uh, now that was more Rich Rod's uh, Arizona team. I was always kind of frustrated with. Uh, always played them really tough throughout the season. Uh, but I think that it will be again. It will be a close game. I do think Utah is a little bit more talented in the end, and they do get the win. Now. The final 50-50 game, Arizona-Arizona State. I really think, I'm really impressed with the Arizona State squad and this Arizona squad. I think it comes down to what I've said before. Uh, injuries at that point in the season. Uh, they do have to go to Tempe. It's really not that, that far away, but they do have to travel. They're going to be on the road. Uh, I believe I, you know, if at this point, if everything that I have them going, they're 6-5 and five going into that game. Uh, let me look at Arizona State's schedule. At that point, I have them at uh, both of them uh, about six wins. So I I honestly see one going seven and five, one going six and six. If everything I say uh, kind of rounds out, so you know, if Arizona gets if Arizona gets a win, they'll go seven and five. If Arizona State gets a win, they'll go seven and five. Really, kind of an interesting end of the season. Uh, I think they play the two toughest teams in the Pac-12, the 16th and the 23rd at Oregon, home against Utah, and then they had to play Arizona State in-state rival. They have not beat Arizona State since 2016, but 2016 was one of their worst seasons, going three and nine. So they obviously can do it. Um, each year, they've always been, uh, you know, always tough. Uh, in-state rivalries are always bitter and always close, kind of like Utah, uh, BYU, Ohio. I guess they're not in-state, but rivalries, Ohio State, Michigan, just tough, hard-nosed footballs, right? So that's kind of where I see this 2019 Arizona Wildcat preview. Now, uh, I have them right at seven. In my opinion, the Vegas odds have them at seven as well. Uh, as the season goes on, I might adjust it a little bit, but I really see this team, uh, honestly, uh, six, seven wins. Uh, I want to give Kevin Sumlin a year, maybe two more before I'm really seeing, okay, this U of A team is going to be dominating. And I kind of see a lot of parallel. I think Herm and Kevin Semlin, this Arizona-Arizona seat, there's a lot of parallels there uh, versus like UCLA. I feel like they're a little bit different of a, of a case. But Arizona-Arizona State, I think they're really similar in 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 a lot of ways, these football teams. And it'll be interesting kind of who, who ends up getting uh, the success, uh, Herm Edwards or Kevin Sumlin. Or, and I feel like one will kind of stay there for the long term and one will kind of, you know, might come up and then end up uh, going a little bit down or, or being consistent about six, seven wins. So it'll be interesting to see how this all uh, rounds out. I like both teams, Arizona, Arizona State, but I really want to watch that game on November 30th, that rivalry weekend. So this has been the 2019 Arizona football preview uh, brought to you by Get the Ball Rolling. Uh, we are just days away from the kickoff of college football. I cannot wait. Uh, we're going to be hammering out as many previews as we possibly can for you fans uh, so you kind of know uh, what I'm thinking. Uh, we'll also be releasing uh, where I think uh, people should go or I guess rankings I have, preseason rankings, not where people should go, but where it should all line up. Uh, we'll be having that uh, come out shortly. I'll probably be releasing the Mountain West very, or Mountain West and 
the Pac-12 very soon. Also, all of the people I had from the FCS will be covering everything. We'll have our uh, week one game of the week, week two game of the week uh, for the FPS and the FCS. We're going to be spending a lot of time studying here and get the ball rolling. Uh, School is almost in session, which will be also a lot of fun. So tell your family, tell your friends. We're on social media, anywhere you can get it. We're on any, uh, almost any podcasting place where you listen to them or reach them. So everybody stay tuned. There's a lot of fun things coming for Get the Ball Rolling. Until next time, have a good week and keep the ball rolling.